When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You ready for the podcast? <laughs> All right, here we go. Our last name is Holderness. Our life is a big hot mess. We got kids and a crazy dog. We write songs and we do vlogs. Cheesy videos is our craft. We try hard to make you laugh. Now we're trying a podcast. If it sucks, it'll be our last. We're going to talk about working together, raising kids, and yeah, whatever else you want us to address. School drama, marriage stress. This intro is way too too long. My wife will not like this song. When it ends, I'm realizing she will then start criticizing. Should have run it by her first. Oh yeah, this intro Wait is the this worst. I'll do a different one next week once I hear my wife's critique. It's the Holder Mess with wow. Ben and Kim. That was special and long. <laughs> Welcome to the Holder Mess. Um... My name is Penn. My lovely wife's name is Kim. Thank you for mansplaining my name. My name is Kim. <laughs> I can introduce myself. What? Like, I, like that's how you start, is introducing. Oh, yeah. So, okay. anyway, uh, Kim tasked me with making uh, an intro, and um, I had a feeling that uh, there would be notes. Um, yes, there are many notes. I feel like that was a really long song. You're very talented, and we see that. But maybe just tighten, okay. just tighten a little bit. Was the energy where you were? Energy was great. Like, I was energy worried. was great. Let me tell you, like when I was listening to it, I was worried that maybe the people who listen to podcasts are looking for something a little more chill. Right. Like, I was at a 10 on that. Should, right. I be, should I go down a bit? Maybe more, like give me a six and a half. I don't know. Let's add, honestly, we'll ask for feedback. What did you guys think of the intro song? Yeah. And well, I'll, I'll just try another one like next week. I think you should do another okay. one next I'll week. Do another, I'll do another one next week. Okay. Should we actually, you know, introduce ourselves? Yeah. I tried to before and you accused me of mansplaining. Okay. I just said your name out so, loud. How is that mansplaining? So uh, we should also introduce producer Max. Yes. Max Trujillo, who has his own fantastic podcast called NCF&B, North Carolina Food and Beverage. Mm-hmm. It sounds like. <laughs> oh, gosh. he Did he say it wrong? Nope. No, and you actually pronounced my last name correct, too. Wow. Hello, Holderness World. (laughs) Yes. So he's helping us out. He'll keep us honest. and um, He's the referee. Be the referee in this hot mess of a podcast. Um, So we wanted to start by just 
telling you a little bit about ourselves that you may not know if you are just used to watching our crazy, cheesy, cringy videos on <laughs> social media. Um, maybe a little bit about how we got into doing what we do and why we decided to do a podcast. I think we decided to do a podcast, A, because we love podcasts and we're always listening to them, but also just as another way to just be the real us kind of let our hair down yeah i think we do these videos that are a couple minutes long and people make a lot of assumptions about us as a married couple and what's, as a family what sorts of assumptions they well i think people assume that we we have done a disservice to people because a lot of people will comment like oh you're the perfect family or your hashtag couple goals like that's not we've done you a disservice if you think that <laughs> we are <laughs> should be your goal <laughs> I agree with that. Yes. So it's just an, another way as a chance to actually have a conversation with you because we live together. We work together. We raise kids together. We don't talk a lot. <laughs> well, we do, but it's always about work. It's because, about kids or work or something. Right. And if your job, which is our job, if your job is to show your family life in a creative way, like you're always working. Right. You know, if, if something pops up that we're like in our life, like we go into production mode fairly quickly, right? probably more quickly than, than we should. Sometimes we should just let moments be moments, but we're both guilty of just kind of saying, okay, this is a video. Right. Um, and so this podcast is more intimate time and it's kind of therapy for us. Yes. I, I was going to say, this is like just like couples counseling that Max has to sit through. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so Kim, how, how did we start this? How did we start videos? Yes. Um, I We started and we did our very first video on the interwebs because our kids would not sit still for one of those lovely, beautiful Christmas card photos. And we worked in TV and we had video production background. So I said, hey, we should start. We should make a video. Right. And at that time, I was working as a news anchor, um, but I also was one of those news anchors who really liked to hold the camera and edit. It was like, it was weird. So the news business, and you remember this, Kim, back in the day, um, you, you wanted to get big enough and like successful enough so that you would never have to pick up a camera yeah, or you would never have to edit. You'd be like, well, I have people for that. And with my new contract says that I don't have to pick up a camera. And that was like a thing. Like you, like th this, there was this dreaded position um, at the stations called one man band. Oh yeah. Which meant you, they, they called them backpack journalists. That was like the multimedia something now. Which meant you got to charge the batteries, you got to pick up the tapes, you got to know how to use the camera, you got to put it in your car, you got to drive it yourself, you got to set up the tripod, get the microphones going, you got to go home, edit it, and if you're going to be on camera, you put it on a tripod and you stand in front of it and you take basically like a selfie shot. Ten years ago, that was that was the dead end that, that people would quit the business because like, why can't I get a photographer like Shelly? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shelly has it. Shelly has it. Karen has it. Karen, Mitchell doesn't have to hold it. And camera. we both did that for a long time. Yeah. And then and then we got to the point where we didn't have to carry our own camera. But now full circle, that's we shoot our own stuff, we edit our own stuff. And if you don't do that now, it's you're just not going to be making any content. Right. One man band is the new hotness. Right. Particularly in places like social media. Isn't that weird? Max is making a making a quizzical look on his face. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you're saying it went from you didn't want to be, have to do all the responsibilities yourself. Right. Then you get to the point where you actually have people doing things for you, but now we've kind well, of devolved or evolved to where everyone's doing it again all by themselves? Yeah. I, you're only successful 
if if you are the one who's doing all of it, it it, it has like a more organic feel to it. Yeah. And now anchors like are like I want to get on YouTube like these fifty year olds and they're like bringing they're so old. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, but they're like starting to like I've had people reach out to me like How did you learn how to edit? I'm like, well, I just did. I just always you know I, I liked shooting and I liked editing. Yeah. Um. So that skill set. I was very fortunate to not have been talented enough to have someone to help me out when I was in local news, and it allowed it allowed us to be better storytellers when it came to this new kind of world of video and editing and all that stuff. Well, I guess I'm, I want to kind of interview you a little bit. So you said you had a history in video, so uh, or some experience with that. Did you go to school? Like at college, did you take classes for video production? I went to uh, yeah. I was a, a journalism major at the University of Florida. And so, yeah, and then I, I, I had only worked in TV. Yeah, Penn was a philosophy major on ADD medication and then worked at the Macaroni Grill. <laughs> and and he got extra money at the Macaroni Grill if he sang the happy birthday in, in, Italian. A, in Italian. And I think you should do that right now. <clears throat> I don't know if I can, but I could try. I, I think you should how try. Far away, how far away from the mic do I need to be to be safe for this? Go over by the fireplace? <clears throat> okay, hang on. <laughs> okay. Tanti auguri a te, tanti auguri a te, tanti auguri cara mia. Si? Tanti auguri a te. Give me some money. See, yeah. and people would give him like ones of twos of dollars. If you were Italian, I apologize if I forgot some of the words. I think it was something like that. And he right? lived with yeah. his parents and yep. worked at the macaroni grill yes. and sang. This is where you wrote your name on the paper, the butcher upside, paper. On the yes, cabinet. upside down. Upside down. Yeah. He, yep. he like actually, it's one of his special skills. He can write so much, so many things upside down from working at the macaroni grill. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. part of the one man band talent? It, um, well, just there's this part of my brain that shelters and cultivates useless information and that's that's one of those things and if you do it enough times you never forget how to do it so <laughs> it's really a special skill yeah um so yeah we like we were both we both kind of had to be scrappy um in order to to get to where we are and that's i feel like that scrappiness is like the cornerstone of successful youtube and facebook creators and we see it in our peers and it's it's cool right like mm-hmm. that we we actually accidentally got some training for that mm-hmm you have to diversify your knowledge a little bit so that you become a double or triple threat nowadays. Is well, that, you just have yeah. to be. I, I well, I don't, and I don't even know if this is like interesting for people listening. But you have to be able to do all of that, and you have to be able to do all yourself because nobody really is going to do it for you. Right. Yeah. Um, so, Penn, I think I think we should ask each other. We should interview each other. Yeah. So we thought as a way for um, the people who are listening to get to know us better, we've each come up with questions that we're going to at, going to ask the other one, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll go back and forth, and and then we'll end with some questions from our Facebook our, family, our, Instagram yeah, our Facebook family, yeah, and our Instagram um, peeps, and uh, and thank you for the questions. And I'm looking forward to those. So, uh, Kim, do you want to start? Yes. Okay. Pen, I have a question for you. Okay. Pen, what is the hardest part of being married? <laughs> I went real deep. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I All went right. real, real deep. <clears throat> All right, um, and you can refer to the fight we had last night. Okay, yeah, I'm <laughs> totally fine with that. Um, the 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 hardest part of being married is balancing your compartmentalizing the. What was the question? The hardest. <laughs> the, the hardest part is finding a way to balance your 
needs and wants Mm -hmm. with her needs and wants so that she is happy (laughs) and you are not totally unhappy. (laughs) Way to set the bar (laughs) low. Did I do okay? To not be unhappy is... I don't know how to... So, yeah, so... <laughs> it's finding a way to it, you know what the hardest part is being able to get inside her brain and totally understand where she's coming from which, uh, which listening is a good way to do that yeah um but that's not always enough so it sounds like the hardest part of being married is to not be totally unhappy because your default setting is to be totally unhappy. No, I'm just like I'm trying not to be selfish here in the answer. The, the hardest part is is finding your your like what what makes you happy, finding what makes her happy, making time for both of those things, and then also being happy together. For example, Our- yesterday we had a very very long work day, yes. and, uh, which we're thankful for. Yeah, high five. Good work yesterday. Yeah, thankful for. We had a couple clients were doing work for, and then our daughter had a tennis practice and then a play rehearsal that lasted two hours and Penn Charles had basketball. So it was just an air traffic controller type of day. Right. And so, and, and, and it was a not, I didn't like, we both didn't get home until eight thirty Yes. Last night. And I thought we would sit down and figure out what we're going to talk about on this podcast. He thought he's like, Hey, I'm going to actually go and watch the rest of the game and go with my friends and go grab a few beers. So to him, relaxing is not being with me. And to me, relaxing was, let's have a glass of wine and figure out what the heck we're going to talk about on this podcast. And what was the reaction when I sent the email to both of you at, say, 10 o'clock? I was already home. What are we doing yeah. uh, on the show? Tomorrow? Yeah, I was like, well, we're going to be unprepared. Yeah. And that was really <laughs> passive aggressive of me. Um, so, well, there was, yeah, you were passive aggressive. I was also passive aggressive because I detected from her that she wanted to do something that I didn't want to do. It was and, double passive aggressive. Oh, it was yeah. so bad. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay here. And so I was, I was like, like, I don't want you to stay here. I don't want to be around you right well, now. I was like, well, I don't want to leave and be the one who ends up being the bad guy in this conversation. Well, like, I don't want you to actually stay because I don't want to see your face, so well, please you know leave. What? That's fine. Why don't you go upstairs, <laughs> and I'm going to sit down here, and I'm going to Google how to work this weird sound effects machine that we have to have ready for the podcast tomorrow. By the way, we do not have the sound effect machine ready. <laughs> Cannot figure it out. <laughs> I, that's, it's actually way better. I spent like two hours after I got home and had, had a couple of beers Googling it, so in, and it didn't in, make it any In easier. the end, I, I passive-aggressive... I like won the passive aggressive off and he left and then went to go watch the game and I just wait if I left I won the passive aggressive off we all won because we didn't have to be around <laughs> each other true. question would you rather be stuck in a room with smelly sweaty underwear with skid marks for a whole day and you can't, you can only, like, you have to go, you can go to the bathroom, but that's it. You have to stay in the room otherwise. You have to eat there and, like. And, and it's full of underwear, sweaty, just like. smelly underwear with skid marks. Okay. Like multiple pairs? Like, yeah. Okay, it just piles. smells like, smells like Jim. Or. <laughs> Not the person Jim, an actual Jim. Or have to listen with those headphones on to a very loud feed of your husband eating apples and peanut butter for five minutes. <laughs> Uh, no question. I'd rather see skid marks all day than hear you eat in my ear. You have to smell the uh, underwear. Too. I'll smell it. Okay. I'll see it. I'll embrace it. 
it, okay. I cannot, y- your chewing, well, any chewing is I will climb a wall. I will stab my eyes out and ears out with forks. I don't care. I don't know if this is a female male thing, but being that I do a podcast as well and on the show we eat and drink many times. Ew. So gross. My wife gives me more feedback about, please do not chew into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) That is so... You would eat into a microphone? Oh, you know, it's like I have the coffee right now, and but if a coffee... It's like, let me try that. No, no, no. no. Oh, my gosh. I have headphones on. No. So now she's convinced I'd do it to spite her now. Yeah. There's more mouth sounds on the show. No. I've listened to your podcast, and I haven't encountered that. I will uns... Oh, stop it. Seriously? <laughs> I'm just smacking my teeth. It, no, I'm not even eating anything. No, it I'm causes just... me great anxiety. Okay. okay so, and, and there's a thing called misophonia. And it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. And so we did a video at some point about this and how I hate people chewing. And then I got both praised and attacked by the misophonia society community there's like two misophonia i'm gonna get this wrong there's two misophonia (laughs) societies there's like the american misophonia society and they were like great thank you for bringing awareness but then there was like the misophonia society of america that were they They were not happy they both of those names are wrong they um that section of the misophonia community attacked me (laughs) so one praised and was like can we feature you in a magazine article and the other wanted me to do public apologies uh, yeah they wanted yeah, a public hashtag the misophonia struggle is real no but it actually so that so we that, that we yeah. we learned that th- there are people who who can't leave their house because if they hear that they causes them great anxiety yeah me as well perhaps mine is not as pronounced because they said that if mine isn't real so by the way mine is real who are you to say mine's not why, real why are you going down this road? oh my gosh Stop. I don't know. I don't know. It's like that. Yeah, I get very sensitive. All right. So you've chosen the stinky drawls. Yeah. St- okay. Yeah. Moving on. Next question. Next question. Um, most embarrassing parenting moment. What is yours, Pen? I had a pretty bad one this morning. <laughs> like, but it wasn't parenting. It was as I was being a parent. Um, okay. Can I just like it's not really it's 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 something that happened this morning. It's fresh in my mind, so I want to talk about it. Um, so Max and I, um, our children go to the same school, and so I knew Max was coming through carpool a few minutes after me. So I grabbed this drum pad that we can't figure out, and I was going to hand it off to him so we could take a look at it for an hour or so. And I like maybe he wouldn't know how to use it because I have no idea how to use it. He doesn't know how to use it either. Neither of us know how to use it. But I was. Oh, so, <laughs> So I was waiting outside um, for Max to come through. I didn't want to get in the way of carpool because if you slow down carpool, Mm-mm. you will be straight up cut. <laughs> You'll be kicked out of school. Yeah. So I, I I was like in the in a good transition space, and I was like facing the the oh, carpool, gosh. and I was looking at uh, like there were kids going in, and I was like you know um, waving at the kids like a creepy guy over the fence, and I was but I was by myself, so I. Um, I mean, I'd just woken up and I was like, you know what? Oh, God. I need to break wind. And so. <laughs> I did not see it going. <laughs> so I did. And it was like, if zero is like a dry kind of. Um, yeah, that. And 10 is like very juicy and questionable substance. It was. An eight and a half. Ooh. Ooh. So it had a little gurgle in it. 
you had beer last night. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. And so Ted. I did, and I was like, thank God I'm by myself. <laughs> and one second later, a woman with her child walked in front of me. And their eyebrows so was, melted off. She was like behind, <laughs> she was right in the wheelhouse when it happened. I didn't look behind me. You're not supposed to look behind you when you do that, right? Like I was like, I assumed I was by myself. I, you have to look, oh my. She, she, oh my God. She had a small child who must have been in kindergarten or preschool. And oh, she turned and she, around. And that preschooler is short enough, yeah. probably took some in the mouth. <laughs> she gave, She made it a point not to make eye contact with me when I walked by. Which well, her eyes were watering. I assume she heard it, right? Like, <gasps> so oh, man. That was, that was an hour and a half ago? That was just today. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure there was one from yesterday, too. Yeah. Okay. Got, I just thought I would. I mean, is that an okay parenting answer? I was in the process of parenting. When okay. And Charles will get ridiculed on the playground for having... A stinky father. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which he, he knows. Well, We're good. Okay. Yeah, he's All right. Good. You're next. You're next. I'm next. Okay. okay. <clears throat> what is something people do not know about you? I feel like I've been a bit of an open book. Um, are, did you? Are, do you have an answer in mind? I don't okay. really. But what is like? What would surprise people to know about you? What would be? I will interject because I said it on our podcast that after we hung out at your Christmas party, I didn't realize. What a talented musician you actually are. <laughs> you I are know, not just. <laughs> I know that you could play a guitar and maybe do something, but like you're pretty darn good uh, on on multiple instruments. And that was impressive. Well, thank you. You thank actually, you. yeah, you, you. So can I answer the question for you? Uh, no, well, no, no, I want to do that one. <laughs> um, so I, honestly, the thing that most people probably don't know about, and thank you guys, it was very nice, um, is that I do not know how to read music. Oh, that's true. Um, like that. Camp Town Races thing. I know what the song. Like, I'm sorry, Max has Camp Town Races on his uh, his piano over his left shoulder. My daughter Alexandra has Camp. Town no, races I understand that. I understand that on the piano. And so I don't like my brain does not process to the point that I understand what those black dots are. So the way that I learned piano was by um, asking my music teacher to play the music, and then I just. I could hear it and I could play it back. Wow. Um, but I, yeah, if you put like a piece of classical sheet music in front of me, I will have a panic attack. But you can, if I say play Piano Man, you could sit down and figure it out in about 30 seconds. With 80% accuracy. Like, you know, you know sheet music is like, yeah. you want to be 100% accurate. Like, I, I get by on a lot of BS with my music and I'm extremely limited. Like, I have a ceiling. It's a quick ceiling and I can get to it very quickly, but I'm not going to get any better because I don't know how to read music. That might have to be a segment on the show that yeah. Peg gets over on that <clears throat> piano and we just call out random songs. I, I think we could do it right now. Yeah. I mean, do you want to try playing sure. a song? Sure. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, because so something people may not know is that Penn, although he you know, dances around in his Christmas jammies. He actually is a talented musician and he's really fun at parties. You could just call out a song and he'll sing it. For example, Penn, um, the theme song to Greatest American Hero. Oh, wow. I like that. It, it, yeah. Right? Believe it or not, I'm walking on. What has happened to me? <laughs> I can't believe in myself. Who could it be? 
Yes. Okay. Wow. Next. I know. I know. That that was a great yeah. opening song. I know the chords are a little bit off, but I'm no, 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 that was great. Uh, what about and we? You, I've never heard you play that song before. So let's do one more. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, more. We'll get back to the. We'll get back to the pad. Um. This is classic. Je- this is Je- I went Jeff- Jefferson's theme song. Bees don't burn in the kitchen. Can you guys clap? Bees don't burn in the kitchen. Fish don't fry on the grill. Cook <laughs> a whole lot of grinding. Try it. Just to get up there. Now we're up in the big league. Take it out, turn it back. Little bit here. You and me, baby. Wrong with that. Move it on up. I love that song. Oh, woo! Random talent show. I feel like I've played that at some point. Instant talent show. That's what we're going to call that segment. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Okay, yes. And and, uh, I love those 80s show tunes. I know. They They don't make them like that anymore. I mean, or at all. I don't even know what, like, what is the Real Housewives opened? I would is have. It, it's just a bunch of wild sound of people flipping tables. <laughs> like they, yeah. just a lot of glass crashing now. <laughs> yeah, there, there really isn't a show open anymore. But those I, songs stick in your head, man. That's why that was so easy. Like yeah. you, what's well, easy for you? So I think. Friends, if you're actually listening to this, and it may just be my mom listening to this, leave us a comment on Facebook or send us a message on Instagram with songs mm-hmm. that Penn should sing in the next podcast. I can guarantee you he won't actually check the messages because he doesn't know how, so we will surprise him with it. And also, Peggy, if you're listening, we're looking for someone to look after the kids in early November. She said yes. She did? Yes. Nice. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Peggy. Okay. Okay, so I've got one more question for you. Mm. How many, oh, you have to be honest with this. Oh, gosh. How many of your ex-boyfriends are better looking than me? None. No, no. None. Zero is not an unacceptable answer. Unaccept- not, zero is unacceptable. Okay. Um, you no. Had, you had like a guy who was a model doctor you were dating for, he was a model. He's so, definitely better looking than me. No, no, no. You were the most handsome person I've ever dated. Seriously. I saw you and I was like, oh, so th- he's so a, cute. A, and then I saw him break dance and I was like, oh, that doesn't hands count. off, ladies. He's mine. Right. So that makes me more attractive to you. I might be the person you're most attracted to. I'm talking about just straight up good looking. I did you, see what you looked like 18 years ago on your wedding day. Yeah. It was a little was handsome a, Dan over here. Not, right? Not really. Right. No, no. I think, and he's My aged hair was beautifully. Too short. No, yeah. Um, you are the hottest person I've ever dated. This is, okay, we're I strapping have, this I, question. This is a answer. Yeah. No, totally. I, I find you the most attractive. I, I have met three of your ex-boyfriends. You have? Two of them. They are both better looking than me. That That is not true. Um, so the answer has to be at least two. Stop. They're, no. If I asked your mom, what would she say? She'd say you're the ha- most handsomest. Oh gosh, See, like, but it's adorable if a husband asks a wife this question. It's like, oh, that's great. I but would no never ask him. We're like that. I actually that met one of. So we went. He went to UVA. No, she's the best. Everyone know. Like she's really good looking. No, I went looking. to UVA one of his reunions, and he's he he was in a band. I know that's shocking. And so we, he was about to play at the reunion, and there was like this really really hot gorgeous woman. He he was like really wanted to introduce me to, and he's like he's like Kim. This is. 
I'm making this up. Sarah. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And he's like, huh? 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 <laughs> and I was like, why is he doing this? And like, we walked away. He goes, I totally hooked up with her. <laughs> like, he was so proud of himself. <laughs> that is not how I remember this story going. <laughs> he's like, like, like I, he wanted me to like high five him or something. I'm like, wow, that was, she's very attractive. Good for you. <laughs> Did it blow your kids' minds to know that you each had lives before each other? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, because because like, we joke about take it. it when she heard that mommy had a boyfriend before you, daddy. I don't know if we've ever talked to her about that. No, we have because we okay. talk about how I dated yeah. three Steves in a row. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like a family joke yeah. that I've dated we three, three Steves. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so, no, they. They, but you know, you know what? Because now she's eleven. Three Steves of Kim's sordid past. That's, yes. Oh man, man. Yeah. They, um, we. I've talked to her about it because she's eleven, and I've talked because I had some boyfriends that were not so nice, and just about how you have to in friendships, or if one day you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, however that's going to go, um, and how you should be treated and, and expect to be treated. So I've we've talked about it a little bit with her. That got real serious. <laughs> Oral fast. Okay, now moving on. We put a call out on Facebook and on Instagram to see if you guys had any questions that we are totally unqualified to answer. And now Max is going to read some. Uh, Mark, and I'm just reading this for the first time. uh, There there are a lot of people that love their opinions. So Mark says, not sure I like this. You were fun to watch. Won't be able to see Kim smile and stare. Pen... Pens, what did I do wrong? Look, PC and Ruby wanting attention. Lola's love for her brother and mature look when her parents are crazy. Oh, well, Mark, He's thank you pegged, yeah. for noticing. And are you looking inside our window right now? Because yeah. that is basically our family dynamic um, down to the dog and the son wanting attention. It's like, so it's a great question. And I think it was it a question. <laughs> it's more of a statement. Yeah, you can answer. Sorry, Mark, I'm going to answer it anyway. Um, <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> We, we, we're getting a little bit of this, like, why are you doing a podcast? Because we are usually in a visual medium, and we just hope that those who decide to listen to it are able to close their eyes and, I don't know, like, imagine us doing all that stuff. But if you're driving, That's, please don't close yeah. your eyes. But it's also, like, think about this. You could, like, listen to this when you're, like, walking your dog or when you're, you know, driving to work or when you're working out or when you're, like, doing something else. You can listen to this. And that, uh, you know, will justify it being six hours long or however long this is going to be. <laughs> okay, moving on. So Christine, and this is how I heard it, uh, Christine right. wrote, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does it actually say eh? <laughs> well, that... M- m- it, does, it, it starts off E-H, <laughs> So I hear, eh. <laughs> I like being able to see you guys when you're talking, answering <laughs> questions. I'm not as into the podcast thing. <laughs> Valley I girl. I hope you'll continue with the videos, though. Smiley face emoji. <gasps> okay. Hang on. So eh. I need that read in a neutral tone because you have assigned an attitude to this one. I, I like I like <laughs> the dramatic interpretation of the comments, though. I'm going to let it ride. Okay, I'm so going to let it ride. Just so I guess one person could interpret it as, eh, I like being able to see you guys when you're talking and answering questions. I'm not into the whole podcast thing. I hope you continue the videos, too. Yeah, so, so different tone. But, but you think she was more on the... Okay, I got it. Um, we're Don't st- do this. Don't, basically... Do what you get, stay in your lane. Stay yeah. in your lane. 
your lane. Um, we are still going to do videos. Yes. This is just an add-on. And you should know by now that we're not really preparing for these. Yeah. Like, it's these not, aren't going to be good. It's so not, don't worry. It's not going to take a lot of time <laughs> because we're not prepared. So, uh, I mean, thanks for thanks for liking the videos. We'll keep doing it. Um, and maybe there'll be a, you know. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Linda... I think wrote the most compelling question, and this will be interesting. Because neither the of them have been questions yet. They've both been, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just judgments. They've both been instructions. Well, this is how I know it was a question, is Linda prefaced a question for the podcast, colon. Oh, nice. What would the two of you be doing in life had you never met? I saw that come in yesterday. I did not. So you're prepared. Yeah. So Penn doesn't, okay. just for the record, Penn rarely reads messages or um, comments. So, just so you know. That's healthy. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, you can write things and we can surprise him because yeah. I don't know that he even knows how to check Instagram. What would we be doing? Well, I would probably be very unhappy. Um, with, with Steve? With, with a Steve. Just <laughs> random Steve generator. Um, we worked in TV. I was a reporter at Inside Edition in New York um, and not really happy because i had to travel all the time but probably if i had never met him i would probably still be in new york in a really unhappy job yeah just yeah, uh, yeah. working and i'd be unhappy too um <laughs> i no, i would i would weigh 40 additional pounds um because i would mm-hmm. eat all fast food um <laughs> And I would probably be in a pre-cholesterol like heart attack risk group because I have high cholesterol and it would, like, yeah. Um, so I would be dead, <laughs> I think, probably, from eating too much fast food because I have high cholesterol. Um, my answer is I would be dead. So thank okay. you for saving my life, honey. Aww. Uh, here's a good one. Amanda, she writes, uh, first off, you guys are the best. I am in Aww. Chapel Hill, your neighbor. Oh, a local in the state of North Carolina. So my question to you is, how do you balance all of the work you do and have a family at the same time? I think this is where we've done you a disservice to, to make <laughs> you think that we balance it all somehow. Because we, we do not. Don't. There's like a lot of spinning plates. They often come crashing down. Um, do you have an answer? Well, uh, that's a good answer. Um, the other thing is that we, we kind of, our job is our family. And so it's, you can kind of steal away cool moments while you're at work and it's that part i was not expecting i think when we first started this we were very concerned about the privacy and the needs and wants of our children because they are young and they are super important to us and just like anybody else we're worried we're going to screw up our kids right like it's just it's something we're worried about right um and you know we've gotten in a groove with these where if they want to be part of our process they can but they're but we're at home and they're always around and we just have I think we have a lot of opportunities to be around our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that helps with the balance side so that we at least see them enough. Um, on top of that, though, we still like we do not have structured lives. They're not structured enough. And that creates stress and spinning plates and a lot of other stuff. And we really could do a better job at balancing well, that part of it. Yeah. And, and also, I think there are families on YouTube, especially that do daily vlogging is like the thing that families do. Like they literally post a video every day about their daily lives. We do not do that because I think those people do it very well. 
Um, I don't know. I've got just got an email. No, those are questions coming in. I know. Just questions and questions. Um, I think those people do it well. We would not manage that well. And yeah. our kids don't. They, Our kids are at an age where they know that being on the internet is a job. And some of their friends, like they... Lola has one of her best friends. He wants to be a YouTuber when he grows up. So that's like a job people want now, which is weird. So I think a lot of people want. Yeah. That job. So they are aware of that and they think it's cool now. But if they if they don't want to be in the videos, they're not in the videos. So yeah, that's good to know. I think everybody wants to know if um, if yeah, we're honey boo booing it. How the kids <laughs> feel about being involved and and they aspects. they love it. And if they don't, they don't participate. So that's it. So sometimes we'll, you know, one or one or both of them aren't in the videos, and we'll be like, "Where were they?" I'm like, "They were not having no. it. They wanted to play basketball instead." So that's what the, they did. The, the trick there is to kind of, um, if if they are part of one of our videos, to write them in in as natural a situation as possible. So you'll notice, like that last guy uh, said, there was the, um, the Lola's disapproving, embarrassing face. Yeah, that's not acting. That's that's, that's she's real. a teenager now, and so that's if like we're putting a, you know, we we'll put videos out, and you'll see that disapproving face. That's that's her being so embarrassed. I yeah. was I was driving her and five of her friends home from play practice last night, and Salt and Peppa came on. And you know all the words. I right? know was all it the words. It, it was Shoop. Yeah, you know all the and words of that song. She was trying to crawl out of the car. She was so embarrassed. But I was like, okay, this is a lesson in '90s awesome female hip hop rap. Okay, ready, guys. Can we cue up Shoop uh, the karaoke no. track and have Kim just start? That'll be next bars? time. That'll be next time. Okay. Let's save that for next time, guys. Because um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I, I noticed that like when I um after Chris Cornell passed away, I was playing a lot of Chris Cornell in the earlier mentioned carpool, to which my daughter was so embarrassed that I was playing Dad Rock. And then she asked me to play like Britney Spears or Katy Perry or whatever. And I said, what's more embarrassing? A 40-year-old man playing music of his generation or a 40-year-old man man rocking out to female pop music? That being said, I've gone to four Britney Spears concerts. I made Penn go to one of them with me. And it was the best concert experience of our lives. (laughs) I hate to agree with you, but it was awesome. We sat in front of Beyonce and Jay-Z. Really? And Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, and Dave Chappelle. I mean... They were all together. And so we just, like, we... we um, well, Kim... So, all right. Kim had a half a bottle of wine and... Stop. Um, Not a half of a bottle. Like a glass and a half. It's a half a bottle. I, I was um, very and, stressed out. And because uh, we were flying, and Kim is an, une- an uneasy flyer. I totally get that. But but um, before we took off, she decided to buy tickets to this Britney Spears show in... Yep, here we go. Five, six, I, I know. five, six, seven, hit it. Here I go, here, here I, I go. go. Here I go again, girls, boys, we're weakness. True. Okay, then chillin', chillin', mindin' my business. I saw them look around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stare, my niece, my witness. The brother had it going on. Okay, we're done. That's so good, though. <laughs> she can do the had whole song. Get, get. That chance, well, so we ask for is to that don't make me okay. Next, she doesn't think she's next being recorded, time. yeah. She knows the whole song. Well, yeah. done. Yeah, next time. Thank you, Max. <laughs> Thank you for that. I was like, why is Max spacing out over there? I don't know if the audio came through through my Spotify. These are all things I have to work it out, but I don't know if the. Like, that might have just been in our hit headphones, and it was just you rapping on the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even be funnier. <laughs> Please let it be that. 
and don't add the music yeah, on the top. On the top, I yeah. Um, okay, okay. We went to Britney Spears, Where and it was we? awesome. Okay, okay. I have another question. Okay, moving um, on. Oh, so this message comes from uh, Felicia. Should men give their wives fashion advice? Is this from your wife? Hmm. <laughs> your wife's name is Felicia. Um, should men? N- no, no. No. Your job as a man is to say, wow, you look incredible tonight. And when you say that, and then you disagree and say, I look like crap, um, you still say, wow, no, you, you look, look incredible tonight. All right, what about when, so what about when you ask us which dress you like more, okay. and we tell you which one you like more, and what you hear in your head is, you think I look ridiculously bad in this other dress. I have not like, found like, a way I have not found a way to accept feedback from you on my appearance without hearing terrible things. <laughs> so I just don't ask it. So I'll, what I do instead is I send pictures to my friends and say which dress. Felicia had me take pictures of her to send to her friends yes. yesterday. Yes. And, and as a friend, like and so that's what I so no. I think because I have to say the if I ask you, Pen, which dress, you pick the ones where the the cleavage is more pronounced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I so it's you know, whereas well, women so, would say, actually, this one. Yeah. Ah, mansplain. I hate the word <laughs> actually. What, I hate the word I've, actually. You know what I've learned? I've learned like Kim will put on a dress and it will look awesome, especially in the cleavage part. And she'll look at me and she'll go, Is this dress too boobily? Or like you have like a word for it. Is this dress too boobish? Yeah. And now I've learned if I want her to wear it, I have to say no. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Next level. Yeah. Because yeah. he's tall and he likes to look down my dress. So. <laughs> Thank you for doing this with me, honey. Thank you for all of your questions. We're holding sort of hands now, by the Thank way, awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Thank you for making it to the end of this, and uh, I'll, I'll try to work on my open, uh-huh. and we'll do a different one next week. And uh, if you could leave us some feedback, we'd really appreciate it. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You could even like rate us only if you liked it, and if you didn't like it, no. If you didn't, no, feedback. We, we need feedback. Feedback. And and Max will read it sarcastically. He'll read it in a character's voice. Oh my god. Uh, uh. <laughs> this is when I think of your podcast. Uh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Here I go. Here, Here I, I go. go. Here, Here I, I go. go. I get okay. girls bust a weakness. Shoot. No, it's men. Okay, then. That is men, right? Yeah. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.